Are we having fun yet? <laughs> right? From those commercials? Beer commercials. Right? I'm Alexander Chester, and I learned a few tricks on the main streets of Minnesota, so just leave it to me, okay? And I'm Avsenensky, and I'm a hack and a sellout who knows nothing about hard sci-fi. Welcome back to Pretty, Pretty, Pretty Good, formerly a Curb Your Enthusiasm podcast, and presently a Party Down podcast. We are here today to discuss Season 2, Episode 8, Joel Munt's Big Deal Party. Uh, now, Av, do you pronounce it Big Deal Party or Big Deal Party? Big deal party. In other words, is it a big deal or it's a big deal party? No, it's a big deal party. All right. Most valuable. But is deal part is deal party the yeah, name? I don't know. Yeah, okay, you got it. All right. Well, anyway, which originally aired on Maybe June... it's Joel Munt's Joel Munt's big deal party. Yeah, no, that's what I was asking you. In other words, No, his no, his last name is big. Oh, his so middle Mont's name is Mont, Mont apostrophe S. Month was big. It's, his, it's Joel Mont's big deal party. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. But I was. Uh, I was asking because deal could be the adjective for party, right? It's a deal party. That's what kind of party it is. Like we have closing deal parties, and then this right. is a big one. Or can we know it's the a party, is, party. A, is a big deal? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, it originally so it aired on Joel, June. It, well, so I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll wait. What, but is it is it Joel Mont's big deal party? Like this is his party or. Mm-hmm. It's a party celebrating Joel Munt's big deal. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Is he a big deal or is it just a big party? For this might not even be his party. Yes. Why are we assuming this is his party? Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he could be a guest. Um, anyway, it originally aired on June 11, 2010. And uh, we were supposed to do this podcast like multiple times and multiple uh, uh, extremely important interruptions uh, extremely delayed us. Important. Yeah. Mostly and me so- being tired. Well, I think I like, you know, said we would do it on certain nights and then, you know. Yeah, some of them were your fault, but some of them were my fault. Some Um, of them were was was wives' fault. Yeah, I think mutual. Uh, Let's blame everybody but ourselves. How about that? Okay, fair. Um, It's every it's 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 Sax Brooks' fault. It's the Democrats' fault. You know, anyway. Um, But yeah, so we you know, I have notes. You have notes. We've obviously done multiple uh, reviews (laughs) of the episode. But we, you know, we were just, yeah, no, but we were discussing. Neither one of us has seen the episode in a few days. Neither one of us has seen it since a few days, it, like ten uh, days. The, for me. Yeah, since the first time that we thought we were recording. Well, not ten days. I think um, like six or seven. No, what are we? I don't um, know. Anyway, maybe 10. I probably um, today so is we, we today thought, is Monday. I probably watched this last Saturday night. If I have to guess, around then. So I'm like nine days ago. So we were supposed to have recorded initially six days ago, right? um yeah initially yeah okay so it would be yeah it would be a minimum of a you know seven to eleven days let's say um so we thought what we're gonna try and do and maybe this will fail maybe you won't even maybe you're not even hearing this uh, but hopefully you are is we're gonna try zach brooks is yeah we know we have one listener (laughs) yeah um we're gonna try and play the episode it's it's 27 minutes and i think that includes some 
you know, uh, credits. So it's like wait, 25 minutes and we can pause, but we're, and you know, we'll play the audio. We'll try and we'll pause and discuss um, almost like sometimes you watch clips. We're going to watch the whole episode. And if it doesn't work, you know, we won't do this again and we'll give you your money back for this episode. <laughs> yeah. You'll hundred percent refund. Um, yeah. Okay. We talked about once about doing this with a curb episode, but then we just never ended up doing it. Um, so mm-hmm. we're going to do it with party down. We'll see how it is. Maybe we'll end up doing this. This will be the, the show from now on. Uh, we'll just rather than me having to like write down notes of everything that happened in the episode um, and or paying someone in Bangladesh to do that for me. <laughs> uh, we could just watch it live. Yeah, maybe we'll do that. Going you're forward. stealing from All the right, Bangladeshi we'll economy. But, I'm not stealing um, anything. I'm paying. No, I'm saying you're proposing. You want to get rid of their jobs. Yeah, they got they got dollars per hour. You want to bring these you want to bring the job of watching the episode back to America. Yes, yes. Yes, we want to. Well, we want to keep those. Now, did you here. see? Um, if, if yeah, you're slightly delayed. Um, I recorded a podcast on Sunday night with someone who was also slightly delayed. So I'm wondering if it's my problem. <laughs> Sounds like it is. A hundred percent of the podcast you recorded yeah. this week had this problem. Yeah, but I've I've used Zoom many times since then without the problem. So I don't know. Well, maybe anyway, it's because um, we're also streaming the video. That's probably not helping things. Oh, oh yeah. Um. So do you do you listen to the podcast? Conan O'Brien needs a friend. Um, I listened to a few episodes of it when it started, but it didn't uh, land for me, so I, I moved uh, on. It's, it's in the conversation for my favorite podcast, but the reason I bring it up really? is because yeah. uh, t- today's guest, uh, today uh-huh. we were recording yesterday, when you're listening to this, hopefully, uh, was Lizzie Kaplan. Oh, cool. Was she on to talk about Fleischman? Yes. Well, I mean, she. it was talked about not at all. I think it was mentioned in passing once or twice, so I guess, but um, ostensibly, I mean, that's why she's making the media rounds, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, uh, no, yeah. it's on my list. I, I, I really hope that that show is very good because in my head, the reason why she's not doing season three of Party Down is because she was doing this Fleischman show instead. The same way she left the first time for Masters of Sex. Right. Which so. I think was very, you know, well regarded by critics, if not very well much seen. Yeah. Now, obviously, I haven't done even the basic research to see when Fleischman filmed, which is really um, you could say about all in order to uh, yeah, in order to um, provide any evidence for this allegation that I've made. But we're just going to stick with it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm sure it's been discussed on this podcast, but I did not remember that she was not in season three at all. That's disappointing. Um, yeah, it is disappointing because um, she's among my favorite parts of the show. Um, so yeah, we'll so we'll have to see how uh, between, yeah. she's part of the uh, main relationship in the, in the show as well. Yeah, she's like the main storyline of the show. Yeah, but she did mention um, she did mention Party Down once in passing. Uh, to, she described it as a show that nobody saw. Uh huh. Yeah, that, that's which, uh, is, well, which, which is not not ideal. Well, well, we definitely know that me, you, and Zach Brooks have seen it. So yeah, that's not nobody. Uh, she, she's a real Kiva Wieneker when it comes to Party Down. She's a hater. <laughs> oh, is Kiva a hater of Party Down? Ah, he was just a hater of us doing a podcast about it because he said nobody would see it. Oh. Nobody, nobody cares about the show. Nobody watches the show. Yeah, and well, he's, he wasn't way off. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we, we didn't expect to, you know, attract another 10,000 listeners every week. But, we did uh, not attract an, an additional 10,000 listeners in addition yes. to the ones we, were, we previously yeah, had. Yeah. That did not happen. Yeah. All right. So listen, let, let's, uh, unless, is there any other uh, things we need to discuss or should we uh, press play and see what happens? Let's play. Let's press play and see what happens. Maybe we could find, find some, some magic, magic here. All right. Uh, the the audio issues may uh, d- d- diminish the uh, opportunity to see what happens, but uh, we'll give it a try. Discretion advised.
Yeah, that was season one. Yeah, and and the school fundraiser also was that also season one? No, the fundraiser was season two. Right, because that's when we had the return of uh, JK Simmons. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's true. He returned the next season. Yeah. So I mean, that was a more Hollywoody event than this one. Um, I guess yeah, this, Tom is, Hanks this is a was party. Basically there. This, is, this is a party for the industry, and I guess that's a that's a party just of people who happen to be in the industry. So I guess that's the difference here. But um, yeah. So Lydia's trying to uh, to sell it to her daughter. Doctors like bad news. It's cancer. Somebody's pitching a movie right beside me. It's not a movie. This is my life. I'm fucking dying. Now we have Roman walking An attractive woman wants to uh, humiliate him. And who is that? But Roman. Long time no see. Paul Shear. Now, um, yeah, so so Paul Shear follows his real life wife, June Diane Raphael, Raphael by one week. And right. yeah, he's playing uh, Roman's uh, ex writing partner, who apparently is the Joel Munt, who is either the big deal or having the big deal <laughs> party. But uh, in either way, has a, a very attractive date. Maybe the party is in deal, New Jersey. Mm. Oh, so Joel Munt could may not be big or small or anything. He's just happened to have a big party in deal. Correct. This is a big deal party. Yeah. Or maybe deals meant to be a double entendre. It's, it's a party in deal to celebrate mm. the closing of a deal. Yeah. Um, then it should be the yeah, big deal deal party. Definitely possible. Uh, by the way, the extras in the background of this scene, as I pause it to discuss, are wearing like the same uh, striped shirt, which is kind of funny. Um, all right. But you can't I see that. Either. No, I can't smart. see that at all. No, I yeah. could hear them. I could hear them silently. About hard sci-fi. You are using their indoor devices. Who knows nothing about hard sci-fi. Yeah, that's why I'm throwing this fucking party. Celebrate the huge specs of my sci-fi script. I think I know 1.5 million times more about sci-fi than you do. Loser. Read paragraph two. It's a lot of times. Now, hold on a second. Let's pause for a second. Was Roman unaware until this moment about the purpose of the party? I guess um, is it not officially called Joel Munt's Big Deal Party? Because every other event we've had was officially called. Like on the contract, for example, it would have said the thing right. of what it actually was, right? So it must yeah, have said Joel Munt's name question. on the contract. Like he must have said, what are we doing here? And he like he must have been aware that this was going to happen, right? Or he was just told well, may- it's, it's some maybe- other party. Yeah, or maybe he thought this just like dumbass Joel Munt that he used to know is throwing some stupid party. Like, didn't realize because like he uh, got you'd be the, the adaptation hired, rights to to work. If you're hired to work at a party about some guy who you've uh, had a falling out with, I think you look into the reason for it, right? You know, yeah, if, I if you got an invitation in the mail, or or, 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 or either as a guest or to uh, work something, I think, and it was somebody you knew, you'd just say, "Oh, what's this about?" Um, also, and this is sort of a frequent issue I have. The the episodes always start sort of like all of a sudden, like we're mid party, like there's a bunch of guests there, but like uh-huh. none of the staff people have seen anybody like they come out and this like their first exposure to the party. Right. Like uh-huh. all of a sudden, yeah. like, he hasn't seen any of these other sci fi people like, you know, like the, the famous author who we're going to meet in a moment. Uh, Roman hasn't seen him. Roman hasn't seen Joel. Roman hasn't seen anybody yet. So but uh, this is this is the picking. Let's uh, <laughs> try to figure out the, 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 the correct grammatical. What's wrong with that? The title of the episode. They're making Axiomalian into a movie? 
What idiot would hire you to adapt a genius book like that? Actually, the author, A.F. Gordon Theodore. Perhaps you heard of him. A.F. Are you having a good time? I call Bottos, two lovely companions in conversation. I'm in the seat named for the proverbial cat bird. Well, if you need anything, let me know, and this young man will right, fetch uh, it for you. Well, what is your take on, on, the, on the acting uh, role of the performance of AF all episode long? Oh, he's completely bonkers. No, it's, it's so over the top, it's stupid. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah, yeah, it's an absurd role. Yeah, like, I mean, he is funny, but he is the least realistic character, I would say, in the show's history. Like, nobody talks <laughs> like that. Like, yeah, I mean, he's, it's not, with it's your not like close off. friends, you sort of you know talk in, in you know using sort of puns and inside like, but like you don't do this with like I don't know. It's he's a uh, he's very forced. I think uh, there's a lot of yeah. this episode I don't buy. We're gonna meet uh, Bubbles in a different role. We're gonna have uh, yes. yeah some uh, cocaine. But all right, uh, all right. Bubbles. Uh, yeah, let's get back to our episode here. Game, set, match, John Munt. Now, get some champagne. Roman is yeah, upset. Yeah, Danielle, it's, it's, it's going great. The new system is really helping discipline. RDDs, do's and don'ts. Yeah, maybe you should tell your dad about it. Hey, how's it going, team leader? Uh, I gotta go. Did he have a call with a hun? How's it going? Good. Oh, good. You know, lots of angles, problem solving, uh -huh. you know. Do I take a man out, get backup glasses, or do I risk running low? Things like that. Well, would you like my advice? This is like a former team leader talking shop? Just like talking shop? Yeah, sure. I would go get the glasses. Henry, get glasses, I'll cover bar. Yes, sir. I mean, <laughs> simple. Feels good. Yeah. <laughs> Fun party, huh? <laughs> well, wouldn't you know? Oh, and I came in here to powder my nose, and I came and find the stuff. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much. We rolled up, Bill. Oh man, it is like producers galore. I am networking like a motherfucker. Oh, and the host asked about like some champagne or whatever. What are you leaving? RDD. Our host, my old writing partner, hired us just so he can fucking humiliate me. So I'm glad you're having a good time kissing ass. But I'm not hanging around all night so I can be a fucking revenge pinata. Whoa, 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 man. You can't retreat. You gotta strike back. Revenge is a dish best served. <laughs> Shakespeare? You know, like waiters and servants. Revenge! Don't do it! That's in the Bible. Although, we're only human. I know I am, right? One time I got revenge on someone by putting tuna fish in the AC vents of her car, but then we ended up carpooling. What? So you better be careful because sometimes revenge backfires and you end up with a fish <laughs> My mouth is dry. Oh, I think my contacts just popped out. Where did you go, Mr. Contacts? Um, Lydia, are you, you okay? Okay! I'm great! I've always wanted to be at a big Hollywood party and now I am! Woo! Right. All right. I said AF was the most unrealistic person. Like, I don't have cocaine experience, but like Lydia's behavior is just way too over the top here, right? I guess. I mean, I guess you never know when it's like somebody's like first time doing something, or like I also guess, like when they don't when like they don't expect it. Like, there's a there's a sure, mental but, aspect of like yeah. leaning into it when you know what it is. Yeah, well, it's like a placebo effect. Like, you know, I think what it reminds me of, honestly, is like the, the famous Adam Sandler sketch. Like, oh, I'm so drunk. And then, oh, that was not an alcoholic beer. Oh, I'm so wasted. Oh, you're smoking. Oh, I'm so dead. Oh, those were blanks <laughs> in the gun. Remember that one? 
<laughs> no, I don't. That's good. No, I'm right. so dead. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So they get the guys like talk about how drunk he is, and he's some loser, and they all mock him, and they say, "Yeah, we actually give you non-alcoholic beer." And then the next one is they gave him oregano to smoke, and then they give him a gun with bullets, and he thinks he's committed suicide, and he's in heaven, and he sees his grandfather, and they tell him, you know, those are blanks, and um, yeah. So th- that's sort of what I immediately think of here. It's like, and maybe you're right. Maybe <laughs> part of the experience. of a party, of a concert, of drugs, of alcohol, of all these things is the knowledge that like certain behavior. I mean, it's the same reason that you laugh much louder in a comedy club than you do watching the same show at home. Right. Right. right? For sure. So, yeah. So, you know, I, so maybe it's unfair of me to say that she's being totally artificial, but uh, I think she's being pretty artificial. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, the actor is probably not really on cocaine. Yes. Yes. I think, uh, so. I think you're probably correct. <laughs> all right. So, so here's Kyle, though, being a good bud to Roman, isn't he? Surprisingly, or maybe not. Maybe yeah. I think that's Kyle's personality. Yeah, he can be he's a, he can be a comic guy when he wants to be. Yeah, you've you've compared it before to the Silicon Valley relationship between um oh what are the characters' names? Dinesh. Yes. Right? Yes. And um Gilfoyle. Gilfoyle. Yes. Yeah. And um it, although in this sense I guess uh Gil uh, Dinesh is the one who is sort of like the Roman in that no matter how much he's attacked, he's still sort of loyal. Although he also tries to get uh, revenge on Gilfoy. I don't know. Anyways, we don't have to make that comparison too strongly. Um, all right, should we press play? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Whoa. All right, well, let's think about this. He's here with all of his fucking fake friends. What's at stake is his image. Wait, what are you doing? I'm trying to think of a good revenge. Oh, dude, pissing his champagne. Simple. Casey and Henry are making out in front of the truck. Uh, or See, against the man, I should say. Responsibility. It's good. It's really good. What? Shit. What? I don't have my keys. Okay, where are they? I think they're in my coat. Okay, where's your coat? In the van. Oh, God. Um, okay, so no supply closet nothing in there that supply closet i can't okay it's fine i'll just i'll call triple a no 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 that'll take forever uh okay older model by the way i love the fact that his first reaction is not oh shit how do i get the keys to open the van that we need it's do you want to go have sex in the supply (laughs) well i mean you keep your eye on the prize the the van is besides the point i'm not disagreeing i totally agree but uh, yeah, that's that's totally smokes. You're like, you know, listen, he doesn't have the responsibilities anymore. He, he gave up team leader. Yeah. But the he, van uh, is merely a means to an end. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, at some point, somebody needs to get in this van. But yeah, we'll discuss yeah, that at some later. point. Right. Yeah. Whatever. By the end of the night. I'll pop the lock. In the meantime, there are sex. The outsiders. <laughs> hey, I learned a few tricks on the mean. Streets of Wisconsin, Casey. So okay. leave it to me. All right. Well, I know he's going for effect there. But you wouldn't say the mean streets of Wisconsin if you're actually from Wisconsin. You'd say Madison or Milwaukee or Green Bay or Oshkosh or, you know, Sheboygan. Right. But, uh, anyway. My dad is from Wisconsin now. I can't go if you're talking. I'm not not talking. there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, no. It's a personal it's place of, uh, of, of uh, geography is no one's choice but their own. Domicile, I should say, um, geography. Wait, yeah. what, what do you no, mean yeah. he's from Wisconsin now, though? What does that mean? <laughs> he lives there. Your dad lives in Wisconsin? <laughs> yeah, he's crazy. He um, he moves around a lot. He's uh, he he works at different hospitals. <laughs> he moved to Wisconsin? He did. No, he's no longer my uh, he's no longer my neighbor. 
um, your neighbor. No, 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 it, well, within a couple miles, a town over. Well, you know, he's he still owns that house. Don't worry. But how, but he, how frequently is he there? Very infrequently. Um. Well, Never now he's now. not there at all. But he's uh, yeah. he's two weeks in Wisconsin, and then two weeks wherever my mom is, which is currently Florida. Oh, okay. Oh, so that house is empty. So we should break in and steal things. <laughs> Everyone should break in. Yes, go steal things. Yeah. Uh, ask me uh, privately. Uh, message me not in the group chat, but privately. I will give you the address and the code to the security system. <laughs> sure, we'll do that. <laughs> uh, okay. I have permission. Chester definitely doesn't know the code to this uh, security system, so you'll be arrested. That's what you think. The, the very first time I walked in your house, your, your mother gave me the keys to her car. True or false? Um, probably. I don't, obviously don't remember that, but that does sound like her. She had, she had literally never met me. She said, do you know how to drive? I said, yes. She said, drive out to the doctor. She gave me the keys. <laughs> I, I was very flattered. I'm like, I must have a very honest, responsible looking face. I feel like most 16-year-olds or 17-year-olds or whatever I was, I feel like most parents wouldn't give a strange 17-year-old the keys to their car. Or maybe she likes you so much that she's any friend of ours must be very responsible, even though Ob's not responsible enough to drive. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I wasn't not responsible. I just didn't get around to like doing the test and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I guess wait, that wait, could, could be argued that's irresponsible. Yeah, wait, well, yeah. Well, I didn't you have a license now that I think about it. I don't know. I yeah, I just, I yeah, this. no, I got it. I mean, <laughs> I, I got it like before I was like 18, but like I just didn't do it right away. Oh, so, so might have just been a matter of a few months. After I am yeah. much older than you, so yeah, you are much right. older. I think you're younger than me. Yeah, by five days. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's press play. Stop yes. watching, Megan. See you out of my peripheral vision. Can you urinate when someone's watching you? Yeah. No, I'm like, I'm like the one percentile in that skill. I like, I cannot go in like, I can barely go in public urinals at all, especially like troughs at stadiums. Really? Forget about it. Yeah. No, oh, those don't really exist anymore. No, I, I like I try and like close my eyes and like like. So if you go into like a bathroom at like in your office when I just and there's like somebody else in there, you can't go. If there's no divider, I mean, there's usually dividers in offices. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, so divider is fine. Uh, actually, no, uh, dividers like 50 50 because I, I still see their face. I hear them They're like breathing. I don't know uh, if, if I walk mm -hmm. into the bathroom at work and there's someone at a urinal, I go into a stall. For sure. Uh -huh. But I feel like I don't feel like that's that uncommon. Like I've I've been peeing in a urinal. I've seen somebody come in and like their feet face uh, the, the standing position. So not that I'm checking people's feet under the stalls, but maybe I am. All right. <laughs> that's what that uh, senator from Minnesota is doing. That's what you all yeah, are from Minnesota. Why stance? That's what we do. Yeah, I learned some things on the main streets of Minnesota. OK, <laughs> um, right. Yeah. I, um, I once did go to that very bathroom like multiple times over the course of like one, like I must've gone there like five or six times because I was watching a Vikings game at the airport. Cause like I had a flight and I didn't want to miss it. So I just like showed up early and I happened to be watching at a place that was like right next to that specific bathroom. So like repeatedly over the course of three hours, because I was just having drinks or whatever, you know, I, I, would, I would go urinate there. Um, the specific bathroom where Senator Larry Craig was caught in, which was allegedly known as a, a hookup zone, but uh, it wasn't for me that day. Maybe I was uh, not checking out people's wide stances enough. Anyway, I don't know how we got off on this. Oh, because Roman, like me, can't urinate with Henry staring at him. Mm. Yes. Big I can't go. Just, you do it. No, you know what? It's your event. Okay? They stole this from friends, by the way. Just go, right. please. Who, who can actually pee? 
Mm. Joey, Joey steps up that time. Fucking Hollywood. They take a masterpiece from an intellectual titan and hand it over to a fucking hack. What's a holdup? Well, I just went like 10 minutes ago. Give me a break. A fucking disaster. You know what? No, I learned this in yoga class. I just need to sink into myself. You know how you're not in yoga Find class? They teach you how to control your pee in yoga. Oh, Everything. Roman and I think in the right state of mind, I can control every organ. Oh. Mm. Kyle, <laughs> what are you doing? I'm trying to piss in this glass. Don't break his yoga state. Um. No, no, that's an RDD. Are you insane? Fuck. Forget it. You know what? It's broken. Fuck, Ron. <sighs> we need your urine. Absolutely not. I'm team leader. So be there for the team, right? The host hired us to fuck with Roman. It's payback. He drew first blood. It's the code. Shit. My first night back and you invoked the code. Damn it. Fine. Okay. I will give you okay. your end, but while I'm doing this, you two are going to recite the RDDs. Okay. Okay. <laughs> recite uh, the RDDs. You know. Courage. Courage. No, the don'ts, the don'ts, Jesus. All right. So we need to talk about this code, okay? <laughs> There's apparently some party down code that once invoked can never be refused. But there's no other restrictions on its use. Like, why have we not seen it a thousand times an episode? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah we've I never seen that. it before. Right, yeah. And so this episode we're constantly, it's being invoked. To invoke yes. to Ron, to invoke, to invoke to Henry, and and everyone else. Once the code is invoked, like, it, it, you know, it, it must be followed. One has no. It choice. must be followed. Yes. No choice. Yeah. Even if it's an RDD or an RDD. We're back at the party. A glass is being proffered. No, that's actually for Mr. Munt. You can get another. We're friends. There you are. Effervescence for the effervescent. So you work with Joel? What the fuck? Because there's a B on it. There was a B on it. Joel and I are working together on Axiomalian. This is A.F. Gordon Theodore, only the greatest living sci-fi novelist. Just in from British Columbia. He lives on Orcas Island in a keep. It's like a little castle. It's awesome. If you're ever on Orcas, so I'd love... you're not a producer? No. Excuse me. I didn't know you were here. All right. So she holds the glass all the way up to her nose. He's about to take a sip. He slaps it. It splashes everywhere. No one smells the urine. <laughs> um, you're asking a lot of good questions this episode. Yeah. Now it might not you're be. On, you're, on, you're, on, you're on your game. Now that I think about it, it's probably like a mixture, but it's probably mostly champagne, just a little bit of urine, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you need so the, the bubbles, champagne. the effervescence, as he said. You don't want the overwhelming You don't want to sting the nostril, but nostrils. No, you don't. It's been consumed. Yeah. What, but what percent? Like, mm-hmm. what's the threshold? Give me the percentage or the over under of where. Of where, like, you can't be too low because then it's not good revenge, but you can't be too high because you risk it. So, like, what, to you, what's what's your ratio of pee to, to champagne if you're trying to get this revenge? Mm. Ideally, you want it to be, I think, I think you want it to be at least 50 50 because otherwise, like, what are you doing? It's like, okay, great. Oh, so you put 2% of pee in the champagne, like, the person well, didn't even notice. Like, okay, but that's a little bit of straw, man. You're like, it has to be 50 50 because it can't be two. Okay. Yeah, so I think it needs to be more pee than champagne for it to right? for it to be sufficiently disgusting. So if it's if it's fifty one percent champagne, not worth it. A waste of time. 
I mean, I'm saying approximate. Yeah. I mean, you could always, any number right. I say, you can go one number less and say, well, that, what well, about that number? That, that's, well, that, that's why. I'm, that's exactly that, the point. No, so no, then no, any no, number is no good. <laughs> well, well, no. Okay. But I, so you're, so eventually you come to a rough idea of, okay, around yeah, 50%. I'm saying, I'm, if, saying tw- I'm saying 75, 25 champagne to urine. It's got to be enough that even if they don't notice it on the immediacy, no, it's got to be enough that they notice it immediately, but not enough. It's, it's got to be they, they hold it up to their lips. They put it in their mouth. They haven't noticed. They haven't noticed. They swallow. And as soon as they swallow, they're like, oh, fuck. And if it's 50-50, you're not getting to the swallow. You're lucky if you get it up to the lips even. Um, you see, that's the risk. Yeah, I guess. It is a risk. I'm willing to take the risk. <laughs> I, want to, I want to discuss. You, you only get one try. Here. You only get one try. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to roll the dice. Because I, yeah, I don't want to go to all this trouble and then have the person be like, oh, that was pretty good. See, but like uh, ha, ha. The, the, there was 0.4% of pee yeah. in there. No, but see, but the worst case scenario yeah. is that you go to all this trouble and you get right, caught and they don't, and they don't drink it at all. They right. pour it on you. They, they lift it up, they sniff it like what? And they dump it on your head. Now you got no revenge. You, yeah. you suffered a second cow injury. So I think the main, yeah. I think it's better that they drink it and not realize <laughs> than that they don't drink it because they realize if we're sort of doing right. like the, the, the worst possible outcome. So yeah, I think, I think 75, 25, that's where I go. Okay. Although uh, I probably have that intent, but it's like whenever I cook, I end up, uh, you know, uh, I, I measure very, very carefully the, uh, my measurements when I'm cooking. Like I follow the recipe very specifically. And then I'm like, ah, and then I just dump in like uh, extra of whatever the thing is, if I want more of that thing, like a spice or sugar or whatever. So it's very mm-hmm. funny though. Huh? I'm like super diligent to like the millimeter. And then I'm, it's, you know, I'm like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? Um, Remember Jerry Seinfeld? Remember those old um, Amex commercials in like the nineties when, when paying for gas um, with a credit card was yes. like a shocking idea. Yeah, yeah, he had like the duel, the duel, right? Yeah. Did, did you ever used to play? Oh, I think we probably played against you the, the baseball game. We tried to do the stop the stopwatch on zero zero. Um, that sounds familiar. Yes, I think yeah. I've played. And that then like game. one off was a single, two off was a double, three off was a triple, or the other way around. Four off was a single, three off was a double, two off was a triple. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah. Uh, we also played the game where you would make it say boobless. Yes, of course. If Pamela um, Anderson had eight surgeries. Yeah, it was sixty-nine two two. <laughs> so yeah, so that would be the whole else. Two two two. Yeah, that's what it was. 50, it was sixty-nine right. two 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 fifty-one. Went to fifty-first Street. Spoke to Doctor X. Eight surgeries. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my son said to me the other day. Um, he he comes home from school yesterday, and he says to me, "Did you ever play the game Drug Dealer?" And I wasn't exactly sure what he meant. I wasn't really sure what he was referencing. I'm, I'm sure I probably did, but he could he could be going he could be going a few different directions there. He's in fourth grade. He's he's almost ten, and so I just like was I this the one on the on the t- on the scientific calculator? I, I mean, that was the first one that came to my mind. Yeah, but I don't. I you know he happens to be like doing like different he's he's like in eighth grade math one-on-one but like even if so he's one-on-one he's not in a class with other people with calculators except his teacher so there's no way he would have gotten that game so it can't be that one yeah yeah do you remember the the story in um i think it was uh rabbi shimmel's class or doc you're gonna have to give me more for shimmel did we call him dr shimmel or there was i know he can win by different names at different schools where um, somebody came, a guy, a kid walked into the class while somebody else in the class was playing this game, and then they walked out. And the kid in our class said, 
man, I love crackheads. And the teacher went on like this like long speech, like chastising this student being like, I can't believe you said that. Like, I hope that like you seek out that other student and tell him that like, you know, you're sorry. And everyone's like, what, what are you talking about? He's talking about the stupid game. Yeah. He's playing on his couch. I don't remember this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't remember this. Do I, do I know the part of the specific individuals involved? I know them. I wasn't going to say oh. their name. Yeah. Well, I don't mean on the podcast, but after the podcast, but whatever. I don't remember. Yeah, sure. Um, all right. If I, if I remember to ask you after the podcast, but I don't want to have to edit it out. So let's uh, go forth now. All right, so we're about to get the big uh, AF Roman conversation. Yes, as that girl has just rejected AF. Must be a good friend. No, I just sent you. Uh, uh, I know. I'm a sci-fi writer too. They treat us like garbage. Can't believe I'm actually talking to you. I was like, center court on the floor, motherfucker. We don't even get the bid on this fucker. Hey, I didn't get my champagne. Oh, good. No, bad. Okay, <laughs> get my champagne. Right. Kyle, Kyle, this man didn't get a champagne. Um, dude, my piss isn't back yet. Mm -hmm. Just champagne. Just champagne. So, what are you going to do after this trilogy? Another trilogy. Unifying all dimensions. Like a three-dimensional trilogy. A non-illogy. Uh, do a disillogy. Don't forget time. Yeah, of course. It's so complex. That's why I love your stuff. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Sure. Of course. Why are you letting them make Axiomalian a movie? I'm intrigued by popular art forms, and I've always been curious to experience Hollywood, which uh, Art Clark was discussing, and said that when they... Hello! I like your... On the phone, yes. Uh, and Joel seems devoted to the integrity of it, so there you Joel? go. Joel? Oh. Integrity? That's not Joel's forte, integrity. How long have you known him? I met him once. Waiter, could you please not bother the guest of honor? <laughs> AF, having a good time? Just conversing and trying to meet the local women folk. Fuck trying. Danny, get your friend, um, what's her name? Excuse us, we're gonna have some glow <laughs> with these ladies. Oh, all right. Well, nice meeting you, lad. Nice to meet you. <laughs> lad. Um, so who's the guest of honor? I thought it's Joel Mudd's big deal party, not AF's big deal party. Sounds like AF is the guest of honor. Yeah, what is the nature of, like, how did Joel Munt get this role, right? It's it, because the network wouldn't have picked him because they don't know him from anything, right? Or, or, the, or the studio, I should say. Yeah, and, I wonder if he picked... And the writer didn't hire him because AF says he yeah. barely knows him. I've met him once. Yeah, I mean, maybe he just, like, wrote, a, like, a spec script or something. I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't seem, like, big enough to have gotten this, like, what seems like a very big deal adaptation. Yeah, you would need the blessing of the producer of the AF character who owns the IP, right? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't have that. Yeah, so it's... it's well, it sounds like he got his blessing. It's not... He didn't sure, go through but, him, but, but, but who's the one? But how did he get in, in the door at all? Yeah, it's a good question. He doesn't... Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. Now, is we know possible, not Roman. Is it possible that Joel is so desperate... Uh, to get back at Roman, that this entire thing is a setup. The party, as he said, the whole purpose of this party is just to get revenge on Roman. The, all hired actors, AF is hired. Uh, you know, everybody's here. <laughs> this is a rehearsal. Yes, this is this is all a mass. Joel Munn has spent like instead of spending a hundred thousand on this party, he spent a million on a fake party to to a trick Roman. Yeah, well, that revenge doesn't last too long because when Roman eventually realizes this movie's not coming anywhere. Yeah. Anyway, uh, th this show is probably not uh, stealing rehearsals idea ten years earlier. Shit, yeah. man, well, that didn't go so well, did it? That's all right. I'm getting some peas stored up right now. Yeah. And I see a way I can get in between Joel and Theodore. Iago style. 
don't know what that is. Iago from Othello. <laughs> board game? <laughs> the board game. <laughs> I can't talk to you anymore. I'm more familiar with Iago from Aladdin. <laughs> Who's Iago in Aladdin? Uh, the parrot. Oh, his so name is Iago? Yeah. Because of Shakespeare? Because of Othello? I don't know. Because of. I'm sure it wasn't lost on them, but uh, I don't know if it's because of. Could just be a name. You know, people have the same, the same names. Name. Iago from Aladdin. Yeah. Why is he called? His name is an homage to the villain of William Shakespeare's Othello. There you go. But, he, but, but he's okay. not. But, he, but he's. But he's. But Iago's a good guy in Aladdin. Is he I don't mean, remember. He's a little bit no, Aladdin. No, he's not a good guy at all. What do you mean? He's the second in command to the to Jafar. He's a far sidekick. Yeah, but is he really? Oh, wait, wait. wait. So, I, thought oh, you were yeah. sa- I thought you were saying he's good in Othello, which I no. have no idea. No, he's he's bad in Othello, and I have not seen Aladdin. Yeah, in a long no. time. he's definitely bad in Aladdin. <laughs> okay. Um, have I not seen Aladdin? Oh no, I I did see Aladdin actually uh, once with my kids, so I have seen it in the last thirty years. So bad job by me. Oh, you should see Aladdin. Aladdin's great. Yeah, I, I, I think I saw it because I'd heard that there was like a like a on Disney Plus, like a, a warning acknowledging sort of the, the racial insensitivities or the stereotypes that it invokes. And so I sort of watched it um, with that it, interest. And then I watched it and I thought, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not saying it's perfect, but it, it's, it's it's pretty much OK. And I can, it's fine. I can talk to my kid. No, I can everyone talk to my everyone should watch Aladdin. Yeah. yeah. All right. Aladdin's great. Um, well, it's just because you're an anti parodite You hate parrots and you want them to be portrayed negatively in media always. I hate parrots. I'm just pro- I'm very pro genie. Yeah. Uh, did you see the Will Smith Blue, Blue Genies one? Matter? Uh, yeah, it was horrible. Um, because you hate Will Smith. Basically, all of those live action Disney's yeah. have been very disappointing. Well, who are they for? Because kids don't like live action anyways. Like little kids prefer. Like, I don't yeah, know, but they make hundreds of millions of dollars. Nobody likes them and they just make tons of money. It's very unusual. <laughs> oh, that's why yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess the same nostalgia. They, yeah, I guess you want to see the it's I mean, that's what all Hollywood is, right? It's just retrading the same, uh, you know, IP over and over and over again. So, yeah. And it's that like families can go do it. So it's like you're getting like six for the price of one. Yeah, but they could just release the initial animated version. But I guess it's hard to just like go to a theater. for. Something yeah, something. people aren't going to pay money for that. Yeah. All right, let's keep going. Uh, an interesting culture, Joel, this uh, Hollywood. Uh, will we be doing the coke off someone's tits or? Uh, no. Wait, wait, no, 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 no. Who promised you the role of Pinopia? Ah, you'd be a marvelous Pinopia. And, and Danny, I went to that fucking panda charity dinner with you, so you, you fucking owe this to me, okay? Yeah, let me just get out of your way here. Hey, sterno jockey, let me tell you something, okay? Tell that guy with the glasses, I want my fucking champagne as soon as we're done doing blow. Off of tits. Yep. Joe, let it go. No, no, no. You tell him exactly that. I got it. Let's go. Coke isn't gonna blow itself. If our movie opens, we're gonna be doing this every night. What the fuck is up with that? You get a scar? I thought you said these were real. It's from my biopsy, dickhead. So one, (laughs) one. So what is the nature of his relationship with this girl? Where he's had multiple dates with her. Um, they went to the panda thing together, and yet he's never seen her without her shirt on until right now. Um, yeah, no, these are very good questions. Yeah, and also, um, you know, I, I don't. She's she's a very nice looking woman, but uh, they uh, nice. they do not appear to be stereotypically fake. So, well, I wouldn't know, but they sound real. You would <laughs> just that's spectacular. Thusly, that's spectacular. <laughs> 
What the fuck, man? <laughs> oh, the best moment in the whole episode. Um, so Av, you may not recall, but AF is given the uh, the thing with the cocaine in it, and he says, "I will go thusly." Clink, and he throws the entire thing on this woman's breasts. Yes, yes, yes. I recall yes. that. And uh, all all the uh, cocaine is now all over the breasts and the floor, and uh, um, we have a, a very frustrated uh, Paul Share. Yes, I have. I have written down. AF dumps all the cocaine on the girl's breasts. Yeah, and spills it on the floor. Stop it, what? please. Oh, because what? What? you're fashioning a tool. I'm, yes, you're with which actually I will open the van. fashioning a tool. It, so? It's not going to work. Hey, please, please, just call AAA. Casey, it'll work. It's not going to work. Just... Now, earlier you said that his goal was on the sex, and he wasn't going to let anything else distract him, right? Yeah, I guess he's gotten preoccupied. But, but now she is trying to engage in, uh, you know, affectionate behavior with him, derechiba, as some of us call it. And he's too distracted trying to fashion a device out of a, a metal hanger with which he can uh, get into the van. So now he only wants to get into the van, actually. <laughs> right. Even once he gets in, he's going to yeah. send Casey it's, Pack. It's like, it's like when George when George wants to out Neil Neil and he yes. gets the girl, but he doesn't care. He just needs to know Neil. Yeah. And, and uh, Henry, at this point, he just needs to get in the van. He no longer cares about uh, the sex. <laughs> exactly. You have to prove a point. You have to like it's your thing. You have to prove that you're a man. I prove. What do I have to prove? I have to prove you it. Sort of hey guys, I need some pee. Completely dried up. Wait, what? This douchebag's been fucking with Roman, and now it's payback. The code. Oh. Uh -huh. Wait. What's the code? The code. It's like a. It's like a guy code. You wouldn't get it. Yep. Shut up. There's not a dude code. <laughs> so this isn't even party down specific. This is just a general dude. It's a general code. guy code. Yeah. Yeah. Has anyone ever forced you to urinate in a cup by invoking when a, a fellow bro needs something? You need to just do it. Yeah. yeah whatever it is. Especially these guys, these guys, this foursome of Roman, Kyle, um, Henry and uh, Ron are not exactly a, a force. Right. Bros. Well, you're a guy. I'm a guy. Exactly. You got to do it. All right, now we meet Andre uh, Royo, uh, Bubbles, as he was known, of course. Uh, Bubbles, Bubbles. Yes, uh, yes very, very uh, famous. That maybe, but gross. How about you go out to dinner and a movie, take yourself home, and fuck yourself, okay? <laughs> so, what project are you working on, huh? Pride and Prejudice. Oh, I love a costume drama. Buddy cop thing. Pride's a racist white cop in the South, teams up with this rapper named Prejudice, catch a maniac killing hookers. Yeah. Keanu, isn't he nice? I saw his house on the Starline tour. Uh, she was referring to a uh, young uh, white woman who uh, walked by. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so, Andre Roy, do you buy him at all as this uh, as this uh, producer character that he's playing? Um, I mean, I do, but it's just impossible not to see drug addicts, very poor bubbles, whatever yeah. this guy's on screen. Yeah, and, and maybe he's a victim of his own success. Uh, you know, um, I. Uh, I, I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not even gonna try. But uh, uh, who uh, who plays Eamon Goth in uh, Schindler's List? I don't know. Yeah, you do. I, I don't remember. The, the second most famous person in the movie. I just know Liam Neeson. Okay, it's Ralph F I E N N E S. Oh, he Ralph uh, Fines. Yeah, Fines. I can never pronounce it. Yeah, I despise yeah. that man with every fiber of my being, and I will not see any movie he's in. Because he was so good in Schindler's List that I, I always see him as <laughs> Nazi commandant, like concentration camp commandant Amon Goth. And like then he's in like a, a rom com with Jennifer Lopez. And I'm like, no, this is disgusting. He's like one of the most evil people who ever lived. Uh, oh, I don't know if you heard. I don't know if you heard the news. Nazis what? are good now. Oh, 
Okay, fine. I yeah. remember everything I just said. <laughs> yeah. No, but, um, I mean, there's good in all people, especially Nazis. Yeah. There's some Nazis are good people. Um, but yeah, so Andre wrote maybe, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not comparing being a victimized uh, drug addict, obviously, on the streets of Baltimore to being a concentration camp commandant. But he, he's so iconic and so, and so into that role so well that, yeah. I mean, I could see, I bet I've seen him in other things a little bit here and there. But here, yeah. he's this like, yeah. hot, I think he was in, was he in community at some point? I don't remember. Yes, yes, he was. Um, I think he was. Yeah, but I just, I feel like everyone in this episode is just going over the top in their acting. And um, maybe that's a spoiler alert for my rating at the end of the episode, but. Hey, hey, I know the perfect white person. Oh, gosh, where is he? I gotta find him. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, Kyle, Kyle, come here. She can still recognize Kyle. Look who needs a Southern cop for their movie, huh? Say something Southern and action. Oh, Looks to me like this young lady's been raped and murdered. What? Cut, print. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, my God. Nonsense. Foghorn, leghorn. We're thinking like Owen Wilson. I love his work. Kyle's just like Owen Wilson, except look at that nose. Whoosh, straight yep. as an arrow. You might know him if you've ever been to Laos oh. from Shopping Boy. You do really have a white look. Gosh, thank you so much. How's that drink coming, Mama? Escapade, sweetheart. You're never going to believe this. Would you say hi to my daughter, please? Hi. Hi. Yes. Yo, send us your stuff. No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No. Oh, good. No. Um. No. No. This. Oh, oh <laughs> asshole. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna tell you, Wesley Snipes. Yes, just like in the movie. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think he's taller than Wesley Snipes. So yeah, so it was the right amount of pee because he did not know until he drank it. Although he didn't swallow, he mm. just swished it in his mouth. So I would say yeah, you got to do 5% more champagne, 5% less. Well, honestly, yeah, that's even better. If you could get the guy to swish it in their mouth, that's like much better than just drinking No, but it. then he spat it out on Kyle. So fine. That, the end part is not good, but you want the maximum amount of time in their mouth. So like, they're actually like tasting it. But you always serve like, champagne in your mouth. Yeah, I don't really drink champagne because it's disgusting. Okay, but any alcohol. No. You're having a cocktail. You're having a wine, you're having a beer, you're not. I mean, maybe if it's something you hate, like uh, like vodka, you're just trying to get drunk, but like I feel like most drinks you want to enjoy it, you want to like really get the you know, get the mouthfeel, get the taste. No, I mean, I don't think you need to to swish in order oh. to get those uh, I, 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 I swish wine when I mostly drink red wine, and, and, and the, it's very bad. For wine, wine, I sometimes swish. Wine champagne is, is wine, up. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I don't drink I don't drink champagne, okay? But those who do swish. The people <laughs> who are asking good. for the champagne, correct, are likely to be swishers. Fine. Okay. Fine. Fine. Um, but they're the ones swishing the wine. Doing the swishing. Yes, exactly. They're doing this. Yeah. All right. We're Henry trying yeah. to, to uh, get into the van here. All right. Continue. Oh. <laughs> it's funny that we thought that this would go faster. <laughs> Really, man, off the tits? It sounds so cool. You know what? It's overrated. But hey, don't worry. I'm gonna find you some piss, okay? What happened to Henry's? Oh, I don't know. Never mind. Going to plan B. Oh yeah, Miyagi style. Iago. <laughs> Jesus. Well, I haven't had a chance yet. Casey, can, if you have to pee, can you hold it for a little bit and like come back and let me know? Step on. Okay. Thank you. She wants to be in on the what are you doing? No, older model van side locks. Oh like, yeah, totally. You do? Yes. Okay, come on. AF chill out. There's gonna be plenty more at the after party for everybody. All right. 
Well, it took you long enough, waiter. All right. You win. I surrender, Joel. And I also have to admit that I always did want to see an Axiomalian movie. It's just so rich and dense. I never thought they could pull it off without compromising its genius. Stay true to the book. Pretty much my entire fucking pitch, right, dog? So, Doesn't know even the prologue on IO? Pre-credit sequence. It all begins on a methane mine on IO. So when the title rolls, you're already like, my mind's been fucking blown. Uh, methane, the gas is... What about the Mind Eaters Council? Pretty much the Greek course of the entire piece, right, AF? The citizens of the Empire are selected by lots to have their minds consumed by a council of governing elders. We got it. There's no way you could do the whole battle on the Crab Nebula. Modeled after Nelson at Trafalgar. I thought Nelson broke up. <laughs> so there is an after party. Yeah, yeah, just one second, AF. Flashback during the coronation of Lowell. It's gonna be just like the book, man. Everything is in there. Everything? Everything. What about the Mongus? Gas-based telepathic life form. Dude, you're gonna fucking shit. Because we got James Cameron's FX team to design a kick-ass CGI creature. Oh. A creature. Yeah, a creature. A creature. It's gonna be amazing. The mongoose doesn't even register in the visible spectrum. The major character, and we have to kind of we have to kind of turn it into a computerized cartoon, like okay. Jar Jar no. Binks. It's not like Jar Jar. <laughs> okay, it's Cameron's people. To Jesus be awesome. Christ, Joel, are you Alex? Insane? You know who Jar Jar Binks is? You're insane. Yeah, he's the racist guy in the new Star Wars that came in like the nineties <laughs> and the O's or whatever. That's literally all I know. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all I need to know. Yeah. It's Cameron. Done. It's AF. It's oh. Cameron. You're blowing this out of proportion, God man. We should talk about this. You motherfucker. Hey, hey, hi. Is everything good? No, nothing is good because your underling here just fucked my career. Oh, mongus. AF. I thought we were just going to be in the champagne. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. What if Pride's sister was a hooker? That way, with every dead hooker he sees, he's like. That could be my sister. Yeah, yeah, it's gotta be personal. <laughs> what if Prejudice's sister is a hooker? And the sisters are friends! Calvados. So Audrey Royal is on cocaine, right? Uh, seems so. Yeah. Alright. AF is coming to get a drink from a poor lady. And one of them gets murdered, so it's personal for the other one, and that's everyone. <gasps> it's personal for every character. It's a perfect movie. Thank <laughs> God. What twaddle. These people are Philistines. And some Jews. That's what's great. Everybody gets along. <laughs> Well, it looks like we're out. Philistines answer. Sorry, I can explain the entire oh, thing. No, let me explain about something called integrity. You lied to me, and if I'd known I'd be lied to, I'd have never come to Hollywood. You're the guest of honor here tonight. Well, I don't. Then why can't I get a single stuck-up female to talk to me for five minutes? And why are you out of Calvados? Mr. Mr. Munt, I had no idea that one of my servers was scheming against you. I hope this doesn't affect the comment card. You are out of Calvados. If I don't get a bottle of Calvados in my hand in the next two minutes, I'm going to cut your dick off and fuck you in your own ass. Ed Harris. It's very severe. Let me do this. Right now, Kyle and Henry both have hangers. Well, that's exactly what I was doing. No, yours is backwards. What are we talking about? See, that's your problem right there. Well, <laughs> I mean, oh my god. No, please continue. This is just, it's awesome. Thank god. Thank you are. Henry, I need a bottle of Calvados. Give me the keys. Well, they're locked in the van, Ron. What do you mean they're locked in the van? Henry, I need a bottle of Calvados now. Oh, Henry, what do you right. want me to do? Get a I bottle. got this, guys. It's fucking shit. Okay, but, uh, Nobody else here has a car? They can't just go get, or, or is, the, is the bottle in the car already? 
I guess it's in the van, right? They must they must have been told to bring the Calvados. What is Calvados? Is that a tequila? Um, that's a good question. What's a Calvados? Calvados is a drink. It's brandy. Brandy. It's, it's a brandy from, from, from Normandy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That that sounds. It sounds like something AF would drink. Nor, <laughs> uh, Normandy brandy. Let me do it. It's still backwards. Oh God damn it! I need a bottle now. I need it now. You know, we could just call AAA. No. Oh my God! Really? Look at yourselves. You're like clowns, circus clowns. Just... Get out of the way! Oh, Get out of the way! Oh. Get out of the way! Wait. Run! Oh, oh come God. on! What are you doing? Run! Seriously? Oh my! All right. So for some reason, this cheap shitty van. The glass is so strong that that the uh, metal pipe bounces off it repeatedly. But on the softer backswing, the fancy BMW whatever SUV behind immediately shatters. Immediately. Yeah. This is uh, I'm fact checking this, but uh, anyway. Oh my God. Oh my God. Paul Sheer, Joel Munt. Turn it off. Turn off. Turn what the off. fuck are you doing? Turn it off. Turn off. Turn off. Is it an Escalade? I think it's an Escalade. Going my window? My fucking window? What? My no. My window, what the fuck is going on? I had this car for a week. What is going on? All right, and are you- I don't know what happened. Who the fuck is working this party? Oh, um, I'll go, I'll go do that. Okay, you, what? tell me, what happened? Uh, I saw a guy. Yeah, you saw a guy. What did he look like? Just got a glimpse, rough looking, rough looking guy. Yeah, black, with a black hat. <laughs> a white guy with a, a black hat and like a, a must, a thin mustache. Yeah, he flew off. I mean, we just came out. He went, like, boom. so fast. So I don't, there's no way we could get it. I don't it. think okay, we'll find fine. Him. You know what? Enough, enough. I'll check the security tape. Jesus, fucking night. Great job. Shit. Okay, so you want to call Vados? <laughs> and then he calls Casey in for, for the sex. <laughs> he actually did not give the bottle. He took the bottle of Calvados back inside with it. Hey, Ruben who could turn down an offer of Calvados and sex? Yes. Tell me you have Calvados back here. Uh, no. Fuck. And of course, the security camera has already fucking tape in it. God damn it. Fuck. Fuck. <sighs> <sighs> He's taking his name off the project. Ooh. You fucked me. You fucked me first. No, you fucked me first when you fired me. Then you fucked yourself by being a hack and a sellout. Fucking Mongus. It's unfilmable. I mean, what does he expect? I don't know. You're the writer. Figure it out. It's a telepathic gas. What do you do with that? Use a disembodied voice. You can't use a disembodied voice, okay? Real cinematic. You gotta make it. You can't just use a guy. Okay. That's a cop out. Well, you can't make it CGI either. What about a container? Like a tank with a computer readout of what's saying. Oh, that's a stupid idea. What if it's a suit? It'd have to be such a big suit. It's a scuba suit because on this planet. Yeah, it's airtight, it's gas tight. Yeah. And it deflates and inflates when it talks. It'd be amazing. But yeah, it can't, <laughs> it can't be, be CGI. CGI. No. It's like old times, huh? Yeah, except you're a millionaire and I'm serving shit food to shit people. Same shit, though. Just spitballing ideas. What about a ship? That's the container. You have a ship with a bunch of little mini ships with guys in suits, and they're all part they're of the one, one big, big thing. thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 no. That's it. I mean, it would be... It's perfect. Per but, yeah, no. 
he won't go for it. Why? Because it wrecks the integrity of the piece. No. Face I'm fucked. Did that make any sense, their and idea? I didn't understand that. The ship with the little boats with the people on it in the suits? No. I don't no. know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah, I don't know. I am sorry about this. Well, sure, sorry. The whole thing. It was petty of me. It was small. You deserve better. Yeah. It's fucking cocaine. How do you know Ed Harris? Wasn't he wonderful in Milk Money? What's milk money? I feel depressed. How do you fix that? Um, What's milk money? Milk money a was a movie. It was a movie when I was a kid about uh, these uh, young kids who go to the town and uh, go to this big city and hire a prostitute so they could see a naked girl. And is that Harrison? I don't know if that's. Uh, I don't know if that's what's being referenced here. Milk money, 1994 film, with Melody Griffith and Ed Harris. Oh, yes. was he great in it? But, I don't know. The film is about three suburban 11-year-old boys who find themselves behind in the battle of the sexes, believing they would read an upper hand if they could just see a real live naked lady. Wow, like we did this episode. Well, I they did. Hired. You just heard. You, you heard they, a real live naked lady. They hire Melanie Griffith. Yeah. Mm. And who's Ed Harris, then? Who's Ed Harris? Let's see. Ed Harris is Tom Wheeler. Is he one of the kids? I can't be. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, he's one of the kids' fathers. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey. Hey. Call me later. Uh, yeah, if I feel like it. Ooh. Yeah. Look at you. One manly act and you're insufferable. What are you talking about? All I do are manly acts. So the, the manly act was the sex that he had? Correct. Yeah. Okay. See, so uh, did not uh, successfully uh, Jimmy the lock. Mm-hmm. Bye. Oh, slaps her ass. Sorry, Henry. So how'd you do it, man? Well, like, the unsolicited ass slap in public never goes well. But Henry seems to get it. <laughs> Generally not. I found the keys on the ground. Okay, huddle up, huddle up. Oh wait, what? He found the key. I don't remember that. He found the keys on the ground. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Ron did not break into it. I totally forgot. He uh, failed to break no, into it. He broke the other guy's car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And in the chaos, the keys were found. Party downers. Tonight's RDDs. Henry, one. Oh, Casey, zero. Where's Casey? Okay, that's one. Roman gets a pass because of the revenge thing. And Kyle, that's three. I'm docking your pay. Whoa, whoa. Oh, are you going to be docking your pay, Ron? Why? Well, because you peed in the host's glass and broke his car window. That's two. You still have three. I'm docking your pay. <laughs> so, um, I have this security tape. Kyle, zero. Hey, where's Lydia? Oh, thank God. I really need to powder my nose and I can't find the stuff. This is fucking makeup! Not cocaine, Seb. Lydia. Alright. is perfect thank you young man but i think you might quite enjoy the movie what do you mean yes after party awaits wait i thought you were done with that guy he redeemed himself with a clever idea the mongus will be a ship with little mini ships and guys with suits that are all part of the gas being yeah 
That was my idea. He stole my fucking idea. Oh, well, a marvelous idea. Have you ever considered being a writer? I am a writer. <laughs> I told Let's you. go. You're still going to hang out with a guy who's a hack and a thief? He's got the drugs and the women. And the keep is a rather cold and lonely place. Good luck to you. Game, set, mud. Game, set, mud. Well, why doesn't Roman try and take the opportunity there to get AF to advocate for him as a co-writer, you know, since he came up with this brilliant idea? I think he's just so, like, out of loss for words. Like, yeah, he's yeah. so defeated. Mm. All right. Oh, I was just trying. I was trying to read your confidential emails that you have on the screen. I'm going to go home and hang I myself. Know, that. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. A huge dork getting into a car full of hot chicks. If that's not a sign of hope, I don't know what is. That's hope. All right. So how was that? All right, Al. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know how official any of these rankings really are. What is your rating for this episode? Um, I will say that this episode of Party Down is pretty, pretty, pretty good. I would say it's two and a half. Um, I think it's definitely subpar. Um, I think, you know, you kind of stress several times uh, characters just like kind of behaving very silly and over the top, even more than we're accustomed to on this show. Um, the, the whole through line was just like, I mean, uh, a, a storyline based on like Roman's rivalry with some, you know, other dweeb um, doesn't really carry the episode as well as some of the... Uh, more fun episodes we've had recently so um yeah i'm gonna say it's a little bit below average yeah you know i would say based on title alone this is certainly one of the most forgettable episodes like i neither one of us had any recollection of what it was about before we saw it uh the first uh rewatch uh seven mm-hmm. to, uh, to nine days ago and i think part of it, it it's as you said it's it's a one-dimensional episode right like we have like the douchebag who's seeking to humiliate roman and that's like an okay storyline, but that's really the only other story, right? Like nothing yeah. really happens with Henry and Casey, uh, you know, right. trying to get in. Nothing really happens with Ron, Lydia and Coke, mildly amusing, but largely meh. And so like when you have a single storyline carrying the episode, the story has to be like Hall of Fame. And this one isn't. So I'm uh, exactly with you. I will say the episode is pretty, pretty, pretty good. That's. That's two and a half uh, pretties and two and a half no pretties for me. I'm uh, right down the middle here, which I would not say that's the meaty part of the curve. I'd say that's the lower part of the curve because we've been generous with our uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good ratings for Party Down as, as compared to Curve or the rehearsal, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're grading on an easier curve. Yeah. All right. Oh, come on. Be a come with guy. So we're both simpatico there. What about come with gal or guy? Who do you got? Um, my come with guy is Ron for stepping up, um, following the code, and uh, peeing when called upon. Mm. I mean, you are not a Kyle guy, and if you're ever, I mean, if you're ever gonna give it to Kyle, you gotta give it to Kyle in this episode, right? Like, Roman is about to quit, yeah. Kyle's pretty good. Up. Our episode would have been over after five minutes, yeah. but Kyle stepped up, uh, you know, maybe he didn't <laughs> step up the way that I'd be I sleeping did. right now, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he supports his friend Roman throughout the entire episode, and like, Roman is always addicted yeah. to Kyle. But Kyle's a good-hearted soul, always looking to support his friends and colleagues. And, uh, you know, he deserves credit for that. So uh, the credit he will get yeah, is he's my, uh, he's my come-with guy uh, today. So I like Kyle, it. 
Yes, and enjoy your credit. And um, oh, what? I'm the asshole here. I am. I'm. I'm the asshole. I'm the asshole. Oh, I get it. I'm the asshole here, huh? Put your clothes on, Gordon. No one wants to see your penis. No one. Well, why? Maybe I'll win uh, an award for best cock. What about the fucking asshole? I think this one might be pretty obvious. Yeah, I think it's just an easy Joel sweep here, right? Yeah, Joel Mon has to be, yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's in the conversation. You know, we used to do this on Curb. Who's sort of holding the title belt is the biggest fucking asshole in the show. I think yeah, he's a he tremendous does, douchebag when he does like the double cross mid credits. Like he seems to redeem himself somewhat toward the end of the episode. He's like, <laughs> hey, sorry. I was a dick. You know, this is what we should be doing again. And and he's still an asshole. But OK, he has one part of humanity. And then he does the double cross. In the, in the, I mean, I, I think he's in the conversation. If only we're keeping track, which we're not uh, for like just I mean, he is an ultimate fucking asshole here. Yeah, he's out. He's definitely out there. Yeah. So, I mean, so many cameos in this episode. Where do we get? We have Ed Harris. We have Wesley Snipes. We have the Keanu Reeves. Um, <laughs> yes, we actually we have we have Paul Shear and Andre Royo um, uh, playing uh, playing characters. Uh, Andre Royo playing a character who uh, some think is Wesley Snipes. So that's that's something. And, and yeah, Paul Shear playing uh, playing Ed Harris. I wonder if they asked um, Andre Royo and Paul Shear, hey, who would be like the celebrity that or like, I wonder who came up with that. Right. Who do you who do you get mistaken yeah. for sometimes? Or well, who do you not get? Or who's the worst person you ever got mistaken for? The most, <laughs> right. the most, yeah. Andre Royo said, oh, yeah, somebody said I was like Wesley Snipes, but I was too short. And that's just, you know, very <laughs> um, Yeah. So I think on that note, we might be ready to uh, hop right into the postman. Postman! Postman, come here! Tell the neighborhood! What a shanda, Larry! Larry David! Let's hop right in. On the post for, uh, for many days. They have. They've been. Uh, they've been sitting in our mailbag for quite some time. Um, they got a little let's, uh, It was raining. Yeah. Summer. Let's re- let, let's open them up. Uh, see if they're uh, still readable. Oh, uh, well, looks like they all smudged. But we'll do our best. Mm-hmm. Um, are, are there any? First, or do we even have two or three that are not smudged? Uh, we only have three. We have three. Most oh, of the, okay. the rest are all smudged. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry, Owen Allen. We can't read your, <laughs> your email. Regrets. Um, okay, first up is Alex Orvitz, who says, Hi, Alex and Av. The Big Deal Party was another solid episode, if a little strange. Lydia getting into some coke and then interacting with an obviously also coked out bubbles from The Wire didn't totally work. But Paul Shear as a worse version of Roman was entertaining and the sci-fi author was hilariously doofusy. Party, 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 party down. Oh. Four parties. Pretty so cool. Alex is a fan. Jim Crumley writes in and says, while I enjoyed the Roman Gets Revenge storyline, the show works better when Roman does not have the A story. It works better when Henry and Casey have more to do. Three out of five pretties. Come with Guy is A.F. Gordon Theodore, a great version of a four-name science fiction writer. A.E. Van Vogt, J.R.R. Tolkien, Ulysa K. L. Gwyn, <laughs> and George R.R. Martin would be proud. He ended up coming along with everything, which was almost enough to flip him to the fucking asshole. <clears throat> which is Joel Munt. While he threw a damn fine party, his pettiness toward Roman was way too much. And finally, um, I would say it's a fine have... party. Like there was uh, multiple instances of urinary uh, consumption. <laughs> Although they, they say a big deal, a big deal party without at least three instances of, of urination consumption is considered a dull affair. <laughs> yes, there was there was a coke to be had done off uh, ladies' tits. So that's not a super yeah. boring party. Okay. Okay. Fine. 
Zach Brooks ends things off by saying, I never realized Ron's name was Ron Don. That's kind of perfect. I'd love to watch a do a disology. Is that where the MCU is heading? Yeah, probably. Eventually. Uh, was that oh, Bubbles? He's Ronald yes, Don. But does that also make him Ron Don? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Yeah, but uh, fucking asshole is month. Side note, as an unspooled listener, it's weird to hear Paul Shear in 1X. Come with guy is cocaine. Seems to be making quite a party. Shout out to the <laughs> Down the Hatch podcast giving heroin LV point, V points in the past. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. So I've never I've never done either cocaine or heroin. A very uh, very clean folk over here. Yeah, um, but what but what I've said is that while I ha- I haven't tried either one on TV always looks like a ton of fun, i.e. cocaine, and the other looks like you just like shake in a bed. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I saw Train Spotting when I was way too young. I was like 13 or 14 when I saw Train Spotting. Yeah, and I saw tra- um, you've seen Train Spotting, obviously, right? Yeah, it's like a horror movie. Yeah, but I, I saw hey, you it before. Want, you I want had, this stuff? I saw it before I had ever even come in contact with marijuana, and so to me, just all drugs were like, you know, <laughs> that scared right. me much straighter than like like um, Dare. Dare was stupid. Yeah, that's when you're high. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, Zach says this was his favorite episode so far and gives it five full parties. Wow. Wow. I did not see that coming. What a Zach. A Zach, actually. Not a Zach. Yeah. A Zach by Zach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess that's well, why he noticed that we didn't podcast because it was his favorite episode. He's he been looking to forward to it for it. many days. Yeah. He's been uh, on the. Uh, on <laughs> yeah. His, sorry uh, to let you down, Zach. On the edge. Well, of here his... we are now. Yeah. To entertain you. Yes. Here we are. Next week, we will also be here uh, next week. Or we're not doing two episodes this week to make up, right? We'll be here next week. Yeah, let's do that. Or, week. yeah, uh, t- TBD. Uh, I'm the no rush. Yeah, let's, we don't have to make uh, firm commitments here. Since, uh, but uh, the next podcast we do, we intend for it to be season two, episode nine, Cole Landry's draft day party, which means that we are going to traverse from June 11th to June 18th. We will cross Av's 27th birthday. Av, what did you do on your 27th birthday? Uh, I don't know offhand, but I will try to look out that up for the next episode. Let's see if I can figure it out. Yes. A dozen years ago, a dozen and a half. Where were you? Do you remember Cole Landry's draft day party? What it's about? <laughs> I assume it's about a draft day party for a fellow named Cole Landry, who I'm guessing is a quarterback, but I guess we'll find out. Yes. Cole Landry is a star college quarterback. He's been drafted into the NFL yeah. and a party's been thrown in his honor. I mean, this is all from memory, but I, and um, yes, hijinks shall ensue. And then we're just one episode right, away hey. from the uh, season two finale. Yeah, yeah, we're almost at the end uh, for now. Mm. Mm, yes, for now. Season three shall come sometime after the new year, or so we think. Yeah, so I think. Mm. Yes. And as Shakespeare says, exempt. As he also says, good night. Good night.